Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Listen up, NBA fans. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up using code TBE. Select between two and six NBA players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Track your picks and play against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now using code TBE and take on the competition with your best NBA player picks. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Valid only in states where DraftKings Pick 6 operates. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, please visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com. From grandmothers who whispered in their baby girl ear to fathers on dimly lit street corners instructing young soldiers to always keep their eyes open. You be queen. You were fire. You were passed through centuries on the hands of your daughters. They called you wisdom. Proverbs. On the backs of diamond-eyed school children who grew into hymnals recited by amethyst-holding urban philosophers who recited neighborhood commandments out of the windows of restored El Camino chariots to keep the warmth in their blood. Be wise. Be smart. Be black opal, brown quartz, bloodstone, and prayer. Be every form of gem. See, king told scribe, scribe told son, son told wife, wife told her daughter, and daughter told the ancestors, and the ancestors told me that you would come to give wisdom to thousands. They said you would come dropping gems, dropping gems. Hey, welcome back. Another episode of the Dropping Gems podcast. I'm your host, Debbie Brown. This episode, we are going to dive into something that has 
radically changed my entire life. We're going to be talking about the power of Chinese medicine and a holistic view, mind, body, soul of your experiences, of your body, of your healing journey, of your growth. I have an incredibly special friend to share with you today, someone who started out as a angel in my life, as a practitioner, as a doctor, as a facilitator of some deep work, uh, who grew to become one of my dearest, nearest and dearest sacred sisters in my life and someone who I am so gratefully always in deep, expansive conversation with about the journey and about experiences, about trauma, about teaching, about all the things that I am passionate about and do in my work. Um, So today's episode, we have a very special guest joining us, Dr. Sheila Marie Campbell. Dr. Sheila Marie Campbell is a doctor of acupuncture and Chinese medicine located in the Southern California, Beverly Hills area, whose main focus is healing the residue from trauma and deepening spiritual practices. Sheila provides extensive therapy and understanding of unconscious programs in the mind that may be preventing us from getting the life that we want to live. These therapies are available in person or via online courses where users can go at their own pace in her work so that sexual healing, sacred sexuality, cleansing rituals, and cord cuttings. Mystic Study is a year-long course deepening spiritual practice and is a journey through ancestry, human experience, sacred sexuality, and spiritual technology. She's invented medical-grade jewelry that is designed to create beauty through all of life's hardships and body empowerment. And about her company, Nucci, Nucci is here to bring people into modern times back to the fundamental understanding of the five elements and healing through ancient wisdom. We take pride in helping people empower themselves to improve their overall health, and online platforms offer opportunities for education, consultations, and healthcare products. Nucci translates to Queen Energy. And it helps get your life into the environment that has changed in helping you understanding the fundamentals of science and the way your energy moves uniquely through your own body so that you can position yourself properly for the best version of you. Dr. Sheila Marie Campbell, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I know. I am so excited to have you here. So I had the chance to, before you got on, kind of just lightly brief the audience on all of your magic, you know, but you and I have a really, really special friendship and relationship. And it has been um, just so amazing getting to know you, getting to know your work over the last couple of years, especially in this pandemic. And I just am so excited to share you with my audience. I have so much respect for your work. And I'm just in awe of the way that you move in the world. So I want to dive into all of the things. <laughs> you know, like, what are we going to talk about? It's like we've done, we've done so much over the past couple of years of knowing each other. And I just, I feel so honored and blessed to be a part of your work too and everything that you're doing in the world. And just the sisterhood that we have is such a rare connection. And I always say to you, you know, that it's so special that we're able to experience so much of each other because we're willing to go so deep. Mm, Yes. Deep agreement on that. Sheila, tell me a little bit, you know, I think for our audience, what I'd really like to do is ground in this conversation, one, your journey to Chinese medicine, but then also all of the incredible ways that Chinese medicine 
is, is so powerful for the journey of healing, whether that is for physical health, emotional health, spiritual health, you know, that holistic lens and view. I feel like, you know, personally, Chinese medicine, and obviously I am not an expert, but I am a lover of it. And it has radically changed my life over the last two years. You know, something that I was able to embark on on my journey with you was getting a bi-monthly acupuncture and how much that elemental acupuncture specifically and how much that really changed my body and allowed me to have uh, more supportive structures. So first, I'd love to start if you could give us an overview on Chinese medicine and what is different um, and and you know, I really want to use the word, what is, what can be not just different, but sometimes so deep, so healing, so wise about Chinese medicine versus Western medicine? Yeah. I mean, there's, so there's a couple questions there. One is the journey that I took into it. And then what is it? So I think we can start with what it is and then talk a little bit about how I got here. But so Chinese medicine is a it's thousands of years old, first of all. And I think that it's important for all of the users to hear and to understand that both medicines are so important. And it's understanding what do you need right now? Just like, you know, like you need carbs, you need fat, you need protein, like in your diet, the different medicines are here to help us do different things. Like you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to give up on carbs, and I'm just going to eat meat. Like that wouldn't be really good for you. And if you were just to be like, well, I'm just going to go carbs or I'm just going to go fat. Like the only like civilization that has worked is like whale fat. But it, I mean, how boring would that be if you're just eating whale fat all the time? Um, so it's like, it's not, not with, with medicine. It's not just boring. Huh? I said, yeah, not my jam. <laughs> I do it. It's not my vibe. Um, I want chocolate cake. I want everything. Like I, I like to eat everything. And I think that when you're looking for medicine or you're looking into medicine, you need to figure out what's best for your body in that time. So with Chinese medicine, it's one, it's a preventative medicine. So it's all about dealing with like, there's different um, etiologies of like why we get sick and pathologies of why we get sick. But the way that they look at it is there's channels and there's meridians, just like there's lakes, seas, rivers, streams. And so just like water goes from, you know, the ocean and it about comes into the air and then it goes to the top of the mountain and it flows back down, there's a cycle just like that that's in our body. And so ancient civilizations were studying nature and they were figuring out how does nature work? And it res like it kind of comes into the law of as above, so below. And so as above that's happening or as outside that's happening outside is also happening inside. And so they really studied nature and they figured out where these channels and where these meridians are on the body. And there's 12 channels in the meridians and then there's eight extraordinary channels. And within the channels and the meridians, there's four different systems per channel. And so it's a complete, it's a very, very, very comprehensive system of the way that energy, blood, and our emotions move us. Our emotion is energy in motion. And so when we're saying our emotions, like you're feeling something, like you feel something, other people are feeling you. And it's like, how do you take your emotions and move them? Whether it's into a project or you're moving your emotions onto someone else, like when you're yelling at them, you're shouting, it literally explains everything. So in Chinese medicine, if somebody's like, yelling, it's not that they're bad, their liver is overactive. And so they're shouting because they're trying to express this energy that's moving through their body. 
And so it's not seen as like, oh, that's a terrible person. And they're just yell at everybody. It's like, how do we get their liver? How do we sedate their liver? How do we clear the heat toxicity out of their liver? Because there's toxicity that's overwhelming the liver. And then the liver is taking over the body. So I love the philosophy of Chinese medicine. I think that for me, it just explains life a lot. And it gives me so much more peace. Yeah. And I God, I love that so much. Thank you for that, that really expansive understanding. Because I think, you know, when we think of the holistic view, and I, I'm a passionate believer that everything about our lives, we should be looking at through a holistic lens, through that mind, body, spirit lens, because that's the totality of our human experience, you know, and so to from any of it, it's, it's to deny really what we came here for. In my opinion, it's to deny, you know, the bigger view of ourselves and to really just compartmentalize. And what you were just speaking to is so powerful for me, because I think that is, it's the perfect way to convey the importance of seeking these sometimes other medicines or things that not, I don't even want to use that term non-traditional because it is traditional. It's existed for thousands of years. It's, it's, it's older. I mean, allopathic medicine is not that old. It's a baby. It's in its infancy. Um, it's only a couple hundred years. Yeah. And so this is thousands of years. What you were speaking to, especially about when you're noticing if you have a patient come in and you're seeing something like you explain with like the loud voice and then you're doing this reasoning in your spirit with your expertise of, okay, what is going on here? Can you walk me through like, what is some of that initial evaluation that you do with the client? How do you even begin to, to get to that root wound or that root need and then treat the human body component of it? It's color, odor, sound, and emotion. So it's like color, odor, sound, emotion. And you kind of go through it. And then you're just, you're deeply listening. So in the Taoist practice, because you know this, Debbie, but I'm going to let the audience know, I've studied a lot of different ideologies within Chinese medicine. I don't stay in one lane. I'm a steady hoe. <laughs> I want to know everything going on. <laughs> and I just, I like to know. That's what I love about you. <laughs> and so I don't stay in one lane of Chinese medicine. So in the Taoist philosophy, and, and more of the OG, when you go with OG Chinese medicine doctors that are in lineages, you know, some of them that I've studied with, they're in their lineage for thousands of years. They're like way, like 100th generation and beyond where it's passed down from grandfather to grandson starting, they start them at five years old. And so these guys, when they're very deeply into the Taoist practices of connecting to the sun every single day, Right when you wake up, you connect to the energy of the sun and you pull that energy of the sun down through your body and you connect into the core of the earth. So that's your first pillar in, in the beginning of the day. And then you're using the elements throughout the day to keep your energy clean and clear. So the first step would be you're, you're dissecting somebody or you're, you're, I would say not even dissecting, you're receiving someone's spirit. So the first step is emptying your vessel. And so that's like when, whenever I'm treating somebody, I'm literally, I'm getting, my, I'm leaving my ego at the door and I'm trying to get as empty as possible. And I would say that like the second layer of that is you have to really know your shadow. Like you have to know, like, cause you need to re like release judgment and release like, like I was raised Catholic and I was like, there's like these, like a lot of Catholic programming that I have. So part of being in like truly in your medicine or truly in being a doctor is you have to just forget who you are and receive that person in its totality 
And so I like to, because I'm obviously, you know this, but I'm very prayerful. So I just like to be like, God, I don't know anything. Please, please show me, please tell me. And then I use my knowledge and my background and my education to just move everything. So right when they walk in, I'm already like feeling the vibes of them. I'm re- I'm receiving people. And sometimes this happens even bef- like if right when someone books a session, I'll start receiving information about their spirit and what's going on. And so that would be one layer. And then they get in and then it's like color, odor, sound, emotion. How do they smell? When they're talking, are they singing? Are they shouting a little bit? Are they interrupting me? Are they answering my question? Are they looking me in the eye? Um, and then you're kind of building, you know, like what this, what the structure of this person, like if somebody's like, you know, cowering down or they're not looking me in the eye or, you know, they're flushed in their, in their face or they're even breaking out. Like all of this is information. So every single, even like with acne, every single piece where the acne lays is information. And they train us that in school. They train us on how to receive all this information. And then it's paired with different organs. And so with all of the different organs, there's the paired channels, then it goes into palpating. So it's like, I'm going to feel the pulse. And then I'm going to feel what's going on with the channel. So you just go through the pulse. And then you're asking every single channel, how are you? How are you? How are you? How are you? And you're just sitting there receiving whatever the channel is telling you. So sometimes like a really, um, it's not a simple one, but there's this, this one that happens not often, but I see it quite like not, it does happen often. I see this one quite a bit is a heart block. So like for instance, like the heart's information, it's just like the heart is not present. And so I'm more of the philosophy of like, don't touch the heart unless you have to. Like I like to work all of the rest of the channels, but the heart in Chinese medicine is the emperor. And so the heart is supposed to be the one in control. It's in, it's like the president of the United States. And then all of the other organs are constantly telling the heart what to do. So if the person is shouting, like I had given that example before, the liver has overthrown the heart. So that's like the army's taken over the president and the president is no longer in command. And so we have to look at this person like, not like they're doing something wrong, but just like their body, like their body's not communicating to itself properly. Because if you're angry, you should be able to receive your anger and be like, wow, that like really pissed me off in, in a calm, neutral tone and like, and express anger in that way. So that's like where I, and then with Chinese medicine, it's like, you're feeling the pulse, you're seeing what's going on and back to the heart blockage. Like I had, I had a person with a heart blockage that had menses, menstrual issues for years and the heart and the uterus are in communion. And so something very traumatic happened to her. And right then she started having like the next month she was in painful menses. And for 10 years until she saw me, I cleared the heart blockage and I saw her one more time and that's it. And she wasn't in pain anymore. And the thing is, is when you have a heart block like that, you might have heart issues later on in life, or you might not be able to receive your lover. Um, also with your body, you know, and I always tell all my patients, no matter who breaks your heart, you cannot shut your heart down inside of yourself. You know, you have to learn how to work the energy within inside of you. So and then the tongue is another part that we look at. So we look at the tongue, and the tongue mirrors all of the organs as well. And so you can see like, if there's dampness in the body, if there's heat in the body, if there's organs that are swelling, And so you're kind of looking at all of that and then you're building a picture. And then I'm huge, which, you know, into palpating. 
I want to feel the entire body. I feel all the channels. I feel what has like too much, too little. I'm very into balancing the body. So then the body can heal itself. Like I'm not there to like do any, like, even though I love magic and all that stuff, I'm not really there to do anything crazy magical. I'm there to support the body becoming balanced. So that person can live in integrity with their mind, body and energy and create whatever it is that they want to create in this world. You know, from that really kind of expanded view, I'm so curious because knowing your work, and I can't wait for everyone to get um, in touch with you personally and check out your page. And we're going to have all the links to Sheila within um, this episode on Instagram. She is serving and giving so much powerful information. But you, you've designed some really special, powerful courses. And something I love about the way that you share your work, Sheila, and this absolutely is an age where so many people are pouring out a lot of their healing journey, a lot of their experiences. But you have really, um, you have this incredible sweet spot of expertise that I think is so powerful around sexual healing, sexual trauma, and secret sexuality. So there within your work is this real deep kind of reclamation of the sensual experience for for individual bodies. Um, And also specifically, healing of trauma through the lens of Chinese medicine. And I'm curious to start from a, from a doctor's view, from a practitioner's view, how do you notice how trauma is showing up in the body? And how does that navigate the way that you treat your patients? That's such a good question. First of all, I think a lot of us have trauma. Most of us have trauma, whether it's mental, emotional, physical um, abuse, or, you know, like even like, students at school with teachers, like there's all different layers and types of trauma. And trauma influences all of our lives in some way or another. And I think that there's two types of people in the world. And there's people that are going to face the music and try and figure out how is their trauma informing them and they're going to work to like ascend or become better or feel like because I believe that all of us are whole. It's not that we're broken. But I think that the way that we're interfacing and interacting with reality and with other people and with the world, our trauma can either inform us or we can work through our edges and we can understand our trauma and become friends with our trauma. And then we cannot allow our trauma to keep reinforming our relationships. And so I think that there's people that are doing the work. And then I think that there's people that are avoiding the work. And I don't really see a lot of people that aren't trauma, like traumatized in some way, even people that don't do therapy and don't want to go down that route. It's like they still have the trauma. It's still manifesting in some way. So the people that are going to be, you know, doing the work and, and specifically with Chinese medicine, those are the people that are that have that heart block and are going to get it cleared and they're not going to have a heart attack when they're, you know, like 20, 40 years down the road. And they're going to work to understand like, I mean, even with myself, like I did a really powerful ceremony the other day. And in the ceremony, I was moving this energy. And I was with the the chief of the Yawanawa tribe from um, down in South America. And all of this energy was moving out of my hip. And just like, and I could feel just like this deep, 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 deep sadness. And like, you know, my life has been very very challenging. Like, don't be fooled by the book of my face. Like, I don't wear it on me because that's not my style and it's not my vibe. I've been in therapy really intensively since I was 10 years old. And I do my work and I keep continuing to learn more 
to make myself a better human being. But that sadness, like I was like, holy crap, my hip would have broken when I was older. I would have been walking and it would have just snapped. It would have just snapped because I was carrying so such heavy sadness in that hip. And it was, it hurt so bad as it was moving out. And I could just feel it moving down the channels and the meridians. And what's beautiful about even if you don't go down the path of studying Chinese medicine, like when I'm working deeper with my clients, I make them have an understanding of the channels and the meridians, because it's important to understand your body. And it's important to understand how do you move pain out of your body? How do you move it out? And it's like your pain could be like, your grandma died or, or somebody, somebody died and it was painful and it was heavy and it was like hard because they were your lifeline. And then your heart breaks. And then how do you take that energy and you get it out of your body so your body can move freely? And I like my hips right now, I have totally different hips than I had two days ago or three days ago. Like they're, they're just different. Like I feel differently. I can dance differently. And that's why it's, it's important to be doing this deeper work with yourself and have a deeper understanding of your channels, your meridians, your emotions, and how these emotions actually move through your body or don't move through your body. And you have like back pain or you have like a rotator cuff injury. Like we have these different things because there's something going on deeper. So in the Taoist philosophy, even if you're playing soccer and somebody runs into you, and you snap your ankle, they believe that there's something deeper going on because you should have seen that before. If you were completely present, your body would position itself differently. And it wouldn't, that person one wouldn't hit you the way. And two, because it, it's like they believe when you're in the Tao, when you're in the current, you're in the current of life. And the current of life will move you and shift you and protect you. But if there's something deeper, if there's trauma, if there's lack of presence, if there's these other things, that's where the injury happens. And like, I have so many stories that I could tell about being in the current of Tao and like barely missing tragedies, like tons and tons of stories from my meditation practice and from practicing, really feeling, seeing, sensing, smelling all of my channels and having it be a practice, you know, where it's like, I'm practicing constantly being in communion with the whole universe and my channels. Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code TBE. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points or have more or less than eight assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code TBE. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. 
The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness. Kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages, and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. What I'm really hearing from what you're saying and and what I found is so powerful on my on my personal journey is it is mind-blowingly life-changingly important to get into community with your own individual body. And I think, and and something that I've spoken to on this show quite a bit and something that you and I are always in conversation about is how important that somatic experiencing is for a healing journey because we can't just live in the mind. And to your point, disease manifests in our bodies. And now all the science is finally coming on board with what ancient philosophy, wisdom, tradition, and ancient medicines have known. But the body keeps the score, right? The issues are in the tissues, these phrases that we're hearing that we're hearing. And, you know, you and I privately in conversation a lot talk about, my God, I'm so grateful I don't look like what I've been through or that my body has been able to release what I've been through because the experiences of, I think often how so many generations before us, when we saw elders in our lives and our communities, when we saw our parents with these chronic pains, with these chronic um, personality affections, with these these this way of being a little you know um whether it was real disease that had been trapped in the body or just a limp or the way the body was moving but really seeing how heartbreak how pain how trauma has killed people silently for so many generations before us and we just thought it was people not taking care of themselves people not caring enough about their health but it's really the deeper diseases of the spirit that have been manifested in the body. Um, and so I just, I, I would love to kind of really sit in that moment for a second. What are some ways people can begin to acknowledge their bodies, to come back inside of their bodies as they begin this new understanding of everything that you've just spoken to? I think that it's, it's a, it's, First, it's the prayer to do that, you know, and I think that coming back to your first question that you had asked, like, how did I get into Chinese medicine? 
And without getting like too heavily into my trauma, I had sexual trauma when I was 10. And that I didn't understand it then, but it started informing my life then. And then I got into a very abusive relationship for four years from 14 to 18 straight. And then we were breaking up for two years. So by 19, I had polycystic ovarian syndrome. And that that means that there's cysts surrounding your ovaries. And at 18, I got off birth control because I felt like it was really messing with my libido. Like I wasn't attracted to anybody. And I was like, I'm in college. Like, I'm like, cute. I should, I should want to like have these experiences or like go on dates or, you know, and there was men that were really interested in me, but I just had no zhuzh at all to like share that space with anyone. And I thought it was, I thought something was wrong. I thought it was my birth control. And so I went and I went to the doctor and I had two different doctors want to burn holes in my ovaries at 19. And so at 19, I'm like, um, like, is that going to influence my ability to have kids? And they're like, yeah, maybe. And I'm like, well, that's not really a chance I want to take. And my parents were very much of the Western thought of like, well, you just listen to what the doctors say. And at 19, I was like, I'm not doing that. And I didn't know what I was going to do, but I wasn't going to do that. And so then I was kind of sitting there with polycystic ovarian syndrome and not really knowing what to do. And I ended up randomly getting in a car accident, which I don't think was random. I think that sometimes what we, sometimes the universe hits us and it changes our direction. And it was just a fender bender. I did have like my neck was really messed up. And so I did not want to go to a chiropractor because the thought of touching my neck after I had just had that accident made me want to vomit. And my dad started doing all this research and he said, I want you to go see an acupuncturist. And my first statement was nobody's effing touching me with needles. It's not happening. But then what ended up happening was I was having these blackouts where I would just like for a second, everything would just white out. And it was happening just kind of like sporadically. There was no like there was no rhythm to it that I could detect then. And then one day it happened when I was driving and I was in the middle of an intersection and I just whited out for a second. But when you're driving, one second could kill you or someone else. And so that scared me enough to where I would have done anything. I would have gone and shook some like paid someone whatever in a back alley if like I thought it was going to help me. And so I went to the acupuncturist and he started asking me all these personal questions. And I was young and immature and a little bit of a of B-I-T-C-H. And I was like, that's none of your business. <laughs> and he said to me, well, in Chinese medicine, we look at the whole body and we look at the whole being and like, I need a whole picture. And so I started slowly opening up to him and he asked me about my menses. He asked me about my relationships. He asked me more questions than any doctor has ever asked me in my life. And within six months, he completely got rid of my cysts on my ovaries. Like they were not, you couldn't see them in an ultrasound anymore. And so I saw him for a long time and he would tell me that I needed to study Chinese medicine because I had so many questions about it because I could feel the energy zipping in my body afterwards. Like I hadn't cried in years at that point. Afterwards, I started crying. I started wanting to take better care of my health. I started being really serious about nutrition, about working out. I started feeling myself like more. I could feel my emotions where before I think that I was just numb 
from my life and what had happened in my life. It was like I had built palaces. And so it wasn't just like that zhuzh with like men and like wanting to like date and stuff. It was that like, I just, there was just so much that had happened that I just couldn't feel anymore because I had completely disassociated from myself. And slowly I started associating back to myself and, and then, then I needed boundaries. And then it was like, I had to like have harder conversations and it got like deeper and harder and deeper and harder. But as it got deeper and harder, I deepened my studies. And then I went like, I finally went into Chinese medicine. But when he used to tell me I should study Chinese medicine, I was like, I'm not smart enough for that. Because I was so beaten down in that first part of my life that it was like, I didn't feel smart enough. I didn't feel pretty enough. I didn't feel anything enough. And it was just it was all of these like insecurities that were leading me and trauma that was leading me instead of like my actual spirit leading me. And I think that acupuncture gave me the gift of my spirit being inside of my body. Mm. Like it nailed me there. Yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah. Thank you for sharing that, that personal story, especially too, because I think that's what I'd love for, for all that are connecting to the sound of our voices in this moment. Something I would love for you to take away is how am I relating to my own body? Where do I feel pain? And is there a way to get curious, a little more curious about, their, about that pain? Um, and speaking to some of the ways that you, you have kind of been building these bridges and these connections is you know, an area that I was really working on and working on with you was that I had severe back pain for almost 20 years. I was in like a horrible, I was hit by a truck by a drunk driver when I was in college. I think I was 21 or 22. And well, okay, not 20 years. (laughs) Hold on, I'm aging myself. But I was hit by a car. I was around 21. And after that, my I just held pain in my body until last year. So at least 15 years. Um, I don't know math. Y- y'all know what I'm saying. Maybe less than... It's okay. I don't either. <laughs> I have a doctor and I'm not good at math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Less than... A little less than that. But, you know, and it was so frustrating because I was getting medical testing all the time. I was going to the best specialists in the country, getting all these MRIs, getting all of this, you know, data about what was happening in my back and no one could ever find anything. But the pain was to the point that several days a month, I would not be able to walk. I would keep a cane by my bed in case I woke up and I couldn't walk. And I was just living with this pain for close to a decade until I had my son. And then I said, okay, I can't have several days where I can't care for him. I can't pick him up. What's really going on with me? You know? And it was just so being able to be more empowered about the pain I was feeling. I had come into a space where I was like, well, this is just it. And it's been this many years. So I guess this is just how my body is. And well, I've seen everyone and I can't find answers. Um, And then getting more curious about it and really understanding that I was completely numb in my back for the most part because of the traumas that I had experienced and what the deeper spiritual understanding of that was. And, you know, I'm somebody, as you know, I'm I'm a purist and I'm an extremist. And so I'm going to try everything. I don't care what it is. I don't care even how much it hurts. Like I'm willing. I have a very... previously had a very high threshold for pain. So I'd go and I'd, I'd be getting really like muscular, um, 
tissue massages or I'd be getting like gosh scraping over my entire body in really intense ways. And I wouldn't be able to feel it. And everyone that worked on my body, and I'm tall, I'm 5'8", I'm about medium in size. Everyone that would work on my body would be like, oh my God, like I've never had someone that could take this much. And I'd be like, really? I don't feel anything. Really? Like, well, no, can you get there? I don't really feel it. And I had a, I had a massage therapist once say, I have to take a break and ice my hands. And so it's like, I was just thinking, well, I need more pain. Well, you ha- I have to find someone that can go even deeper. But it was really about coming into my own system, walking through some of my shadow spaces, beginning to look at that view and understand maybe my pain is being formed by something that's in my heart, that's something that's in my head, that's something that might even predate my existence here on this planet, you know? And it changed everything. And I'm now at this point, one full year um, of being pain-free in my back from the pains that I had had for well over a decade. And I feel like a walking miracle to be quite honest and direct. Like I feel it has taught me a closeness with God that I had never imagined to be able to come into a healing in this way within my own body. And I think to your, you know, to all the the powerful points you've been making, like that is, that's the point of all of this. Like, don't just take the first response from somebody, like really consider looking at yourself from that deeper holistic view, really consider stretching the view that you think of care and how you can receive care. Um, Yeah. And finding your right people, I mean, to speak to your back pain, um, we worked that last circuit that you had with that pain. We worked on your back for eight hours, eight hours. That's like basically having a surgery. And we just chased that pain everywhere. Yeah, we can talk about that for a second. Like I had hit last year, it was... um, a little over a year ago, because it was March of last year, I all of a sudden stopped being able to walk. And it's not something that I even shared with friends. It's not something that I posted about on social media. But a year and a couple months ago, I woke up and I had a debilitating pain in the, in the left side of my lower back. And I couldn't even touch my toe to the ground. I could not walk for days. Nothing. You couldn't even stand up straight. I couldn't even stand. Yeah. And there was nothing that happened. I woke up that way and I called you and I, and you, and you, you worked on me for eight hours, eight hours. And I think that that's, that's the other part where, you know, you and I have talked about having sacred sisterhood with whoever it is, you know, and I think that not whoever it is, like pick your, pick your tribe wisely. But you and I have a very special bond where it's like we're committed to figuring like scientists, you know, we're committed to figuring it out where it's like if I were to tell some of my teachers, I worked on someone's body for eight hours, they would have said that was too much. Where to me in that moment, it was like, no, let's just go there. Let's figure this out. Let's work this channel. We, we had taken breaks. We had done bloodletting. We had done fire cupping, um, deep massage. Um, you know, and it, like eight hours went by and I was like, what just happened with the time? You know, but it's like, I think about it and I think about... I remember we thought it was an hour. Like we yeah. were like, okay, let uh, hold on, need a break. Like it's it's probably been an hour or two. 
And we looked down at our phones and eight hours had passed. It was surreal. It was a marathon. and But it was interesting too, because I didn't really feel like, I think that when you love what you're doing, or you're doing, it doesn't feel like work, where it was literally like, okay, that just moved into a different channel. And with what had been going on in your life, not speaking too much about it, but it's just like, there was a lot of pieces in your life that were crippling, you know, and, and would leave anybody like not wanting to get out of bed. And you were still running all of everything that you were running from your household to your career to friendships, and you were doing it so gracefully. And I think that like, even though you were carrying yourself well, your body was like, I'm cracking. And it was a lot of, you know, filling, filling you back up and nourishing you. And in the beginning, it was like pulling stuff out, disconnecting other people's energy that had been connected to you that were kind of leeching on like vampires. And so there were so many different layers of ceremony and ritual through the unraveling of like, why can't you stand upright, you know, and, and from like picking people out of the field to getting toxic blood out of your body, we had done that bloodletting technique. And then just like our openness and our willingness to... You know, I was going to say, I remember when you bloodlet me. Like it was so interesting because speaking to, to what you were talking about earlier about connecting to understand where the healing is, even through smell. I remember you're like, I got to cut you. And I was like, I'm sorry, what in the medieval? Like you want to what? And you're like, yeah, girl, I got I to gotta cut you and I got to let some of this blood out. And you know, me being me, I was just kind of like, well, okay. <laughs> Whatever it takes, let's try it. Let's see what happens. And I remember you and and you were actually like, oh, I can smell it. I can smell it in your blood that we're like letting out quite a bit of toxicity that was trapped and quite a bit of energy that's not even yours that's trapped. Yeah. You. And And, and that's like that. So that kind of goes a little bit out of the, you know, the Chinese medicine and Taoist lane and more into my mysterious studies of understanding cords and cord cutting and understanding like how people literally will carbon bond to us. And, and like when we say energy vampires, it's like we have car- we're carbon beings and we carbon bond to things. And so with you, Debbie, like you have a lot of people in your world that you have like access to through this. And then also just like people that just really want to be you. <laughs> and there was a specific energy that we had to really disconnect off of you because the way that it had bonded to you was very, very toxic. And you and like when when blood is healthy, if I were to bloodlet you, it would be a very specific color, it would have a specific smell. And then this this is like when I smell things that are off, it's like sometimes I can literally smell someone's partner on them. And it's not like a oh that it's like their BO. It's like literally they're like wrapped in them in in not a healthy way to where it's like this spirit isn't moving solo through reality. This spirit is intertwined with someone else and you can smell this, this, the smell that's coming off of them. And even when I was going, when I was in a relationship for four years and when I was, uh, him and I had broken up and I started dating other people, anytime I would be with another man, all of a sudden I'd smell his smell. And it's like, it has to, I believe that it has to do with our carbon, like our carbon bonds. And then him kind of like spraying per se, like even though his smell is so far away, it's like, I think that science doesn't explain everything and we don't really know everything. All I can do is like take notes on my experience and try and understand like what is happening from like my experience and all of the thousands of people that I've worked for and with what's happening in their experience and how can we 
learn and take notes and like disconnect people off of you and get you upright in your spine where you can stand. Where I felt like that was like performing almost like surgery, you know, like people go in and then they want to open your back and they want to cut you open and they want to look like, oh, is your spine okay? And then it's like, yep, your spine's fine and paste you back up or like stitch you back up. But then it's like, what did they just do besides cut you open where we just went in and we did eight hours of like really intensive muscle work. We did the bloodletting, which is just like, it's, you know, I actually randomly have these right here. And it's just like this little tiny, like how they do the diabetes pricks. It's just these little tiny needles that you prick and you prick like seven times. And then you pull the toxic blood out, which is what you needed in that situation. And now look at you, you're, you know, you had pain for over a decade and now you're standing upright without that. But what really happened is you had compiled pain that was just pressing on you, pressing on you, pressing you down, draining you, all the different things. And your spirit was like, oh, you know, and so when we cleared all of that energy out and all of that toxic blood out, and probably some of it was from the accident if you didn't have bloodletting. And so then you pull that out and then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I can stand in my own body. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the way pain traps, my God, like I had even found out that I was still concussed from the car accident that I had in 2005. Um, and so, yeah, it just, uh, what a time. I mean, that was truly one of the scariest times I've ever had with my physical body. Like I, I remember saying, Will I be able to walk again? Like, what is what is going to happen to me? How will I raise my child? Like, it was it was very very scary. Um, and gratefully, I am now miraculously in my body um, and and feeling better than I have ever felt, more flexible than I've ever felt, more um, hollow and whole. And and there's just a lot of space inside of me that I'm, I'm so, 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 so grateful for Dr. Sheila Marie Campbell. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. 
for us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Something I want to talk about while I have you is you do a lot of powerful curriculum building and teaching specifically around the concept of sacred sexuality. What is sacred sexuality? What is your philosophy? And how can people connect with your work to do this? Yeah, so it's so funny because you say sacred sexuality and a lot of people think that it has to do with like actual sexuality. And it does, but it, it really has to do with the energetic blueprint that we are given at birth from our lineage. So it's like our ancestry. And that's the energy. And this is a Taoist philosophy from your mother, your father, and then the energy in the world, in the room that time. And that you have all of these energies that are given to you. And then you have that energy to work with. And that includes the trauma and it includes the beauty. So it's like you have all this stuff that's just been handed to you. And then you want to have a deeper understanding of that. So the way that I broke down, I break down sacred sexuality is understanding we are all a result of sexuality. Period. The end of the story. And I know that it's a taboo topic to talk about, but you literally wouldn't be here if two people didn't come together and make love or have sex or whatever it was that happened. Because some people are not made in love. Some people are made in manipulation and some people are made in love and some people are made in force and some people like, so people are made in different, you know, in different arenas. And it's like, I see this, like I've seen it with people that I've worked with where it's like, they are literally like one person ported another person so heavy and manipulated the whole space because they wanted that from that person. It was almost like they siphoned a seed from that person or even like men that are just like, I want to get you pregnant. And so then that person has that energy that they're dealing with. And it's like, okay, well now you're here. Now what, you know, like even if you were assault from rape, like you are here now, what, you know, and, and now what, what can we do with the energy that you've been given? And that was like completely out of your, you know, it's like, we don't get to choose like how our parents made us. We literally just get made. And then we have our spirit, you know, we have our spirit that comes in and then our spirit is managing how we were made and the energy that we were given. And so that is like the first layer of sacred sexuality is really looking at it, understanding it and healing it. And it's like, even if you were made, you know, from toxicity or, or not out of love. And I, I really do believe like going forward, we have a duty to our children and the future generations to make in love and, and to create with intention. If you like to create a child is... So thank you for saying that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I believe that it is a huge duty responsibility to create a life and like to create like it, life is hard here. And like, I think that what's happening now is so many people are just 
creating life and they're not realizing what are they, what are you doing? Like you don't just have a baby to have a baby. Like you, you are creating a being that then has to go forward and, and be a part of society and be a part of this world. And there comes a lot of duty and responsibility and obligations and people aren't understanding that, you know, they, they're just like, I want that person. And then they want to be tied to that person. And then they're using another being to be tied to that person, you know, for life. And so what sacred sexuality is, is really understanding, you know, what is going on with our, what are we made of? You know, like what, what is going on with like the carbon, the hydrogen, the nitrogen, the oxygen, what are the molecules that make us? And then how do we bind or connect to other people? So then that is looking at, you know, like, why did you choose your lover? Like, why did you choose your friends? Like, why are you choosing everything that's around you? And because our sexuality is really interesting. That's when it gets really interesting. Um, Our sexuality isn't just us having sex with other people. Our sexuality is our energy moving through our body, connecting to the whole world around us and how you can use your sexuality for creativity you can use your sexuality for healing you. Like in the Taoist philosophy, you pull the energy down from the sun all the way into your, your lower chakras. Then you pull up into your heart and you're moving the energy through your heart. So you're using your whole being, you know, to channel energy. And then you're healing because you needle, you're taking the needle and it's the heart space that's in communion. And so it's like, how are you managing your energy? And with sacred sexuality, it's like, you're not leaking. A lot of people, they walk into a room and then they'll just like, they're interested in somebody and they just thrust their hips forward and they're rocking their hips. I, you and I talk about this all the time with people that schlong their, I call it schlonging their energy. You know, I like, they just schlong their energy all around. And it's like, how do you carry your energy upright? And so I make people look at their, their subconscious and conscious programming, how they were raised until the time they were five, what programs are influencing their reality because the truth is is a lot of us are unconsciously choosing partners and most of us are just repeating patterns of our lineage and so you really want to look at what do you want to create what kind of life do you want to have what kind of partners do you want to have what kind of career do you want to have and how do you use all of your energy to create that and then i go really heavy into western science like einstein's theories tesla's theories what exact the laws of gestation, um, the hermetic laws. And so we go into really deep Western science to understand, you know, like the molecules and the particles and how we're, you know, like spinning through reality or creating our life, whether it's conscious or unconscious. And then this is an invitation to do it more consciously. And then we go into Chinese medicine of the channels, the meridians and the emotions. And so how do you like, it's like, I, I really want people to have a deeper understanding with themselves, but also in their sexuality with their partner, where it's like, you're not just projecting all of your emotions on someone all the time. Like you're really investigating and you're, you're using reality. You're using the elements of like earth and water and fire and metal and wood to, to help you move your emotions to where you're not just spraying on people all the time. Because in our culture, I think there's a lot of spraying happening. We have a lot of skunks over here. So it's kind of more refining, you know, it's refinement of your energy. And then the last piece of it, we do go into sacred sexuality, which is the basics of like your energies, the basic like cleansing rituals to do different anointing rituals to do. And then an invitation to just ask more questions. A lot of people want, they get an attraction and then they just want to have sex. 
And then they, then they're like in a situation or then they have a baby and then the questions come where the questions need to be the leading point, you know, like you ask questions and then you go into it and like you figure out what is someone's philosophy? What do they believe? What's going on? And then having the, like being able to explore, you know, sexuality. And I have four different archetypes that I talk about in that class, which is the lover, the healer, the mystic and the creator. And it's really learning how to use all of your your orgasmic experiences to go deeper into one of those four archetypes. Mm, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Harnessing that orgasmic energy for manifesting, for higher good, for your personal self, not just um, for the sexual experience of it all. Yeah. And one of the things that like that I've learned in those practices is just like not wasting our vital forces, you know, like when the orgasmic energy is one of the most powerful energies ever. And it's it literally creates life, you know, from both parties. And how do we take that energy and use it to whatever we want to use it to and not just a lot of people just like, they have an orgasm and in our culture, it's a release outward instead of a, a harness inward. And it's, it's just how do you breathe that energy up and breathe more life and more intention into every single thing that you're doing, including, you know, making love and, and being with your partner and connecting. And even if you don't want to be with your partner, like I always tell my girls that I work with, it's okay to have a one night stand, but just know that that's what it is. You know, like don't go into a one night stand and like, be like, are you my husband? And be like, so sad that the next day he's like, I want you to leave my house. You know, like it's like you just met him, babe. Like you, know, like you should have just been like just know and be like, hey, where are you at? What's going on? What are you interested in? And just get that kind of get a pulse check and listen to your body because sometimes guys will be like, or women will be like, oh no, I want a relationship, but you feel your body and you're like, <laughs> don't. And just listen because our body is constantly telling us. And then if you want to have that experience then just don't take him all the way up and through all your chakras or her all the way through your chakras because the orgasmic nature, you're opening your whole being up. And then all of a sudden you're like, who did I just let in? Like, just like, just let him in for a second or not even a second, but into the lower chakra and don't bring all the way through there. Because I think that what's happening is people are bringing people all the way into the yumminess of their whole spirit that just don't belong there. And then they're wondering why they're going a little crazy. I love the way that you just said that. I love the way that you just said that. And it's such a beautiful reflection. Everyone listening, connecting to our voices, connect to that thought of like, I have a yummy energy inside of me. I have a beautiful, expansive, sacred energy inside of me. What and who do I want to allow into that realm? into that essence of being um, and, and recognizing the deep inherent worth connected to that too, that it's a privilege for someone to experience you. Mm-hmm. Dr. Sheila Marie Campbell, thank you so much for joining me. We are going to continue to have conversations for decades and decades. Everyone, um, how can everyone get connected to you? What is the website? What is the Instagram? How can they find you? So you can find me at Dr. Sheila Marie Campbell on Instagram. And my email is info at Nucci, N-U-C-H-I dot U-S. And my website is Nucci dot U-S. 
Nuchi, N-U-C-H-I dot U-S. That's how you can connect to Sheila's work. That's how, and you practice in Beverly Hills. So head to the website um, and also head to the website for some of the online courses. Sheila, I love you so much. I am so happy. I am just so, so happy to know you. I'm so happy to be in deep community and friendship and sisterhood with you. And thank you so much for sharing all of your brilliance with my listeners. Of course, you're one of my favorite people and absolute best friends. So I'm so happy to be here with you and and connect to your listeners. And thank you everyone that's been on for listening and taking this journey with us. And we're going to be old ladies in chairs someday laughing about everything we figured out. (laughs) Yes, I received that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I love you, Mama. Thank you so much for joining us. Of course. Uh, Such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful episode. Um, And I can't frame enough just how grateful I am to be in community um, with such powerfully intellectual, expansive, disciplined, um, deep, wise, beautiful people that I have in my life, like Dr. Sheila Marie Campbell. This conversation on this show is like us at 9 Uh, (laughs) a.m. Love diving into all the things. Now, something I didn't get a chance to do before the episode, but I did pull the card, was I pulled a card from the Karma Bliss Affirmation deck. And so this card I want to share with you now that I pulled before the episode began has a photo of a woman hugging herself. And the affirmation says, and I want to invite you to gently close your eyes as you dive into this. In all moments, I will gift myself with unconditional love. In all moments, I will gift myself with unconditional love. In all moments, I will gift myself with unconditional love. In your soul work for today's episode, take some time this week. Get a journal out. Go be in thought somewhere with yourself in some silence. Even if it's sitting at a park, feel the sunshine. Get into a reflective state. And I want you to think about any body pains you have ever had present in your individual unique body. And obviously, we all have different experiences, and some of the experiences that we have with our bodies did not receive our consent. And so I want to really hold space with that and say, go go slowly with this practice, wherever you stand with your body and any pain that is felt or not. And I just want to invite you this week to start writing down some thoughts on what that pain feels like inside of you, if there is any present or what a previous injury you may have had, whether even if that was maybe a sports injury or something that happened on the playground in childhood or something recent, but just noticing aches, pains, any discomfort that may be present in your body. And write down what that is. Write down when you first noticed it. Write down how you relate it to it then. Write down how you relate to it now. Write down how it feels. And then I want to write, I want to invite you to write down, how would you like it to feel? How would you like to relate to these areas inside of your body? And just sit with that. I want you to notice, and I want you to set an intention around what you'd like to feel or what you'd like to learn from that wound and that pain. 
and then spend some time loving on that area, even with just a gentle self-massage with yourself or maybe place your hand on that area and give a little bit of light pressure so you can really feel your own touch. And just notice. And as you're in your meditation practice this week, spend a little time with some intentional, loving, nourishing energy that you might be sending there. And I want you to notice over time just how that feels and notice if anything is shifting, if there's a new awareness or if there is a change in the feeling. And start keeping track of that. Start writing that down. And if you feel so called, maybe allow this episode to be permission to seek out some new systems, some new therapies, some new research, some new thoughts around that injury or around some new treatments that you might be able to invite into your life that could help you relieve any suffering that may be felt there. Deep breath in. Hold it. Release the breath out. Place your hand on heart center if that feels comfortable. Thank you for joining me in this space. And I'll be with you next week. Big love. Namaste. Hey, find me on social. Let's connect. At Debbie Brown. That's Twitter and Instagram. Or go to my website, DebbieBrown.com. And if you're listening to this show on Apple Podcasts, please, please, please don't forget to rate review, and subscribe. And send this episode to a friend. Dropping Gems is a production of iHeartRadio and the Black Effect Network. It's produced by Jacquees and me, Debbie Brown. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Turns out, a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit MrsMyers.com today. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. 
Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit mortonbuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. 